Welcome to another episode of our Encourage podcast. I'm Pastor Roy Rhodes, and it is a great blessing to have you tuning in again on our podcast where we look for things to bring encouragement. Just a few moments each week to speak some things into your life that will be an encouragement, lift your spirit, clear out all of the difficulty perhaps for a few moments and let you just focus on some things that are around you that are good and that are blessed and things that God's doing to lift you up. I was thinking as we have just entered the summer season, I was reflecting back upon childhood summers. Do you remember how carefree, how wondrous it was uh, as the days were leading up to school, getting out, how excited you were for that afternoon when school finally dismissed. It was the first afternoon, uh, probably a Friday, that you knew you wouldn't be coming back the following Monday. Summer was upon you. I was a baseball player, played Little League and then Pony League. I, I don't know what you did. We rode our bikes. We went to the city pool. We stayed out until the streetlights came on. We were run out of the house by our parents uh, with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on bicycles Gangs of us would play baseball and play kickball and go to the school and play on the playground right up to the pool and swim. It was just a magical time. Summer. I can remember the carefree days of that, not having a care. And as I was thinking about some of the circumstances that we are going through now with the pandemic still upon us and the restrictions and the things that we're dealing with, and all of the reports in the news with the racial struggle that's going on in our nation and the debate back and forth with that, as well as the financial things that are a result of the COVID quarantine, and then just the normal things of life, people dealing with sickness, people dealing with aging, the circumstances that come to every one of our lives, I found myself thinking back upon those carefree days with longing. Lord, wouldn't it be good if we could just have a, a summer off? Wouldn't it be great as a grown-up to just have a summer off where you didn't have to worry about anything? You could just hop on your bike and just enjoy the warmth of the day and the cool that came when the sun went down and your friends and just the day after day of just carefree existence without dealing with the issues of life. How do we get there? How, how can we, in the midst of the circumstances of life? I begin to think about that today, and I begin to think about a perspective that I think is pretty widespread in the church where we, we want God to deflect those difficult circumstances. We want God to be uh, to use His power to move back all of those troubling, painful, difficult things that come to every life. Sometimes we even think that, and I certainly have, and we think that if our faith gets large enough, or perhaps if we know enough Scripture that then builds our faith, or we know enough Scripture that builds our faith and brings us to a place of maturation, and that will provide a shield of sorts that would keep all of that away. Almost a utopian sort of existence where because of our relationship with the Lord, that through his power, he would keep all of those difficult circumstances away and we would be 
once more in a state very much like those wonderful days of summer when we were a child. The problem with that is that we all know that, well, that's just not what life is. Even the most faithful, even the most committed to the kingdom of God still deal with the issues of life. They still have seasons that are hard and that are difficult and still find themselves longing for those carefree days like when they were a child. How do we get there then? What can we do? Are there things that we could do that would increase our happiness, our joy, our lightheartedness, however you describe those days when you were a child during the summer, no matter how you describe them, are there things that we could do that would bring us closer to that contentment, that period of time with the sense that there's a lot more joy than there is difficulty, a lot more contemplation on the goodness that surrounds us instead of the circumstances of life. Is there a way to condition ourselves? Are there promises in the scripture that just the knowing of them or the incorporating them into our thoughts would bring us a more content, a more carefree existence? Could we live, and let's go back to the title of our podcast, could we live in a state of encouragement with a lot of courage? Could we face the circumstances of our world in any season of life is there a way that we could do that? Is there something we could learn? And the substance of this podcast is to try to find those. And so let me give you a few that I think work. Just five little things, five things that you can do right now, today, or any day and anywhere, you know, move the, uh, move the meter a little bit towards the encouraged mindset. If there is discouragement and there is encouragement, how do we move that meter over towards a more encouraged mindset? I think I've discovered some of those. I think God used this season of the pandemic to teach me some things that I think I'll use through the rest of my life. Things that calm my mind, restore my heart, bring me a sense of contentment, even in the midst of the difficult seasons of life. And these aren't these aren't revolutionary, and they're not unique to me. I think these are universal. I think these will help all of us. I've got a few scriptures that will back these up, but um, let me give you a few things. And these aren't all unique to me. Some of these I've heard other people say, but they're certainly good for you. So here they go. Five steps to moving the meter towards a more encouraged life that you can do right now. Here's number one. Turn off the news. <laughs> Begin to restrict the constant stream of, well, bad news. You do know that in the news media business, there's a saying, if it bleeds, it leads. What does that mean? Bad news sells and carries and garners more attention than does good news. And because of that, the major news medias of our day and the major reporting agencies in our world they have a tendency, because they're, they're in the profit business, of finding those things that are alarming, those things that are shocking, those things that cause people to be moved with either compassion or anger. And most of the time, those aren't great reports. And so, if you're not careful, and I'm certainly guilty of this, 
You can find yourself, when you have a free moment, flipping those on and catching up. And at least in the day we live in today, that's almost a constant diet of negativity. So restrict that. Turn that off. Just flip the switch. Um, I have begun to limit my screen exposure, be it a computer or a phone or an iPad or the television. Just turn it off. Turn it off. There's so many good things that you can focus on that don't come through those things. So turn off the news. Number two, get outside. I love being outside. Uh, I just love hearing the birds, feeling the breeze, feeling the warmth of the sunshine, smelling the cut grass, seeing the flowers grow, walking through the woods. I am restored by that, and I think most people are. Get outside if you can. I know there are some that have medical conditions that might prohibit that, but do what you can. Get in the sunshine. You can be inside and get the sunshine on you. Get, get, get the sense of outside. But get outside. There's something about being out in what the Lord has created that is not man-made, that just does something in our souls. Psalm chapter 19 verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. There's just something about being out under the stars on a clear night or seeing the sunrise first come over the eastern sky or watching that explosion of color in the west as the sun begins to set. It just does something to you that is calming and peaceful. And I think it's because they are declaring the glory and the power and the person of our Father and His handiwork. And if He can do all of that, he can take care of you and I. So get outside. Number three, live this day. Live this day. Don't be so focused on tomorrow or on yesterday that you miss out on living today. I don't routinely listen to country music, but I've heard this piece of this song, and I like the philosophy of it, uh, that we ought to live each day like we're dying. That's a great philosophical place to live. Let's pack it into this day. Let's surround ourselves this day with goodness and love and activity. And let's not let a day slip by worrying about what happened yesterday or being anxious about what will come tomorrow. Let's live in the confines of this day. Take care of what we can this day, but don't forget to live. Don't let it slip by without doing something that brings you joy, something that brings you happiness, spending it with some people that you love reading a good book, eating some good food, go for a, a, a run or a great walk, ride your bike, spend some time with friends, play a game. Uh, if you're like me, get your kids and your grandkids around you in the swimming pool and have some fun. Live each day. Number four, and I think this one is very important, express thanks. There is just something that happens in us when we say thank you. When we begin to look around at those that have blessed our lives and we say thank you, it reorients my thoughts to be thankful. It recenters what's important to me when I remember to be thankful. When I begin to take stock in all of the blessings around me, it begins to encourage me. I suddenly realize how many good things there are and the few, and there really are often just a few, troublesome things begin to diminish. They begin to lose their hold on me as I begin to see 
just the magnitude of the good things that are on every side of me. And as I begin to express thanks to people and to the Lord, I begin to focus myself on those blessings instead of the difficulties. So express thanks. And then finally, number five, and this one really, really focuses you. Help someone else. Find somebody in need and use your strength or your time or your resources to help them. It will just, I really can't describe what it does. It will suddenly take your eyes off of yourself and it will focus them on the needs of someone else. Not only will that be good for you, the taking your eyes off of your problems and focusing on the needs of someone else, that's good. But then further than that, there is this sense of contentment. I mattered today. I blessed someone else today. My efforts brought joy or relief or comfort or compassion to someone else. That's it right there. It can be such a sense of encouragement to you and can produce a sense of carefree. I am free of care. I have been used of the Lord to be a blessing to someone else. So let's recap them again. Turn off the news. Get outside. Live this day. Express thanks and help someone else. Hey, Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 says, You, speaking to the Lord, Lord, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. You can be encouraged today. You may not be the happiest person that you've ever seen, but you can certainly move that needle from a discouraged state to an encouraged state by turning off the news, getting outside, living this day, expressing things, and helping someone else. And you might just find yourself out on a bicycle, waiting for the streetlights to turn on, listening to your mom to call your name. You'll be back in that carefree place. God bless you. Hope this has been encouraging to you and hope that your life has been made better by it. God bless you. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.